Jeffrey what? Jeffrey John. Jeffrey John? Yeah. Oh, loophole. Did record. Great. It wasn't recording in the first place. You are listening to The Shortcut, a podcast about short films and the people who make them. Brought to you by Stage One Creative Spaces. Please forgive the poor audio of this episode. I didn't quite realize that I had not connected the microphone properly to the computer, so it didn't quite work out. We recorded directly onto the laptop. It's a little hard to hear Victoria, and I do apologize for that. But I do hope you'll enjoy the topic and conversation. All right, well, welcome back to The Shortcut. I'm your host, Christopher Denise, and joining me today are JJ Akau and Victoria Nunez. Say hi, folks. Hello, hello. Hi, thanks, thanks for, for having us. us. Yep. Yeah. So why do I have you on the show? Take a crack at it. Filmmakers. Filmmakers. Short filmmakers to be specific. That's oh, yeah. <laughs> You're talking about short film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not short film. I mean, I'm a short filmmaker. Um, there's some tall filmmakers out there that make short films. But uh, you are some of the folks that make them, especially here in the South Bay, which uh, I think is super exciting for me. And it's a fascinating... Uh, no, let me back that up. Short filmmaking is stressful and frustrating <laughs> and not rewarding um, but we all do it. Why? Not always true. It's not always not rewarding. <laughs> Come on, at the end, gotta feel satisfied with what you've made and what you were able to pull off, which is what I always take as a win. Yeah, but during the process, absolutely true. Oh yeah, yeah. stressed out. Yeah, <laughs> maybe and maybe by not rewarding, I mean you don't get paid. Uh, Very yeah, few people. Yeah, yeah. yeah, here and there you make yeah, a buck or two, there. but you'd really. I don't do. I don't make <laughs> short films for the money. Yes. Do right. you? <laughs> Although right. that is a that is a viable way to do it, that, that's something that you don't really find up here in the Bay. You are listening to the shortcut. Why did you guys get into short filmmaking? Well, why do you make honestly, short films? I wasn't even going to be in film. Okay. But I love storytelling to begin with, so started going into film, and then met up with JJ, and then started creating more films. So. Yeah. You know, just being able to get more, one, gain more experience with filmmaking as a whole. Yeah. And storytelling. And then now it's more trying to utilize those short films to build something bigger. Yeah. Well, you started out in high school, right? You were already doing film in high school. Yeah, I did a short film in high school. Very cool. <laughs> For my my senior year in high school, actually. Because you're like senior project? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I did two senior projects. That's right. Yes, you did. <laughs> one in college and one in high school. Hmm. Why yeah. did you do a senior project? Oh, I guess a senior college project. I, that was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I ended up changing industries because I was in IT for a while. And if you've done anything in IT for too long and trying to catch up with everything, it's a pain. And it's overly technical. If you're not starting out in that industry, you're catching up with all the new tech, you're learning all the old tech while maintaining what's released right now. And so I wanted something more creative and technical, so yeah. I changed industry to kind film. I feel like that's the same thing you do with film equipment. You know, constantly playing catch up, constantly learning the new mm-hmm. tech, constantly rolling things over. And I think that's actually a uh, a problem, uh, a newer problem for our generation of filmmakers, mm-hmm. right? I feel like there's a lot less technical innovation speed in the '70s and '80s filmmaking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just a little bit, yeah. You are listening to the shortcut. So we talked about why. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about what. What are you making? All right, so we're making a short film called Neo Shogun. 
It is an anime-style action film since we hooked up with a local stunt group. And uh, it's actually the, the connection to that stunt group. It was actually through a mutual friend, one of my old buddies, who ended up passing away. Uh, for him, he when he came back from L.A., uh, training with uh, all the stunt people down there, with Arnold Chon and everybody, he came up here and decided to make his own stunt group. And so they were, they were looking for people to film. And uh, we worked with them last year uh, for the first time, and they wanted to add a little more story because they were very much into the, the stunts where you don't show your face, they're just mm. the background characters. And I was like, guys, I, I can't tell which one you are. We're going to do short films for you or help you film short films. Yeah, so the audience wants to know. Yeah. You know they want to identify, they want to mm -hmm. be you. Mm -hmm. Yep, so we, uh, we ended up helping them film last year. A uh, really great group uh, called Urban Ninjas. Uh, Urban Ninjas. Yep. <laughs> and uh, Urban Ninjas stunt action team. And in fact, we uh, I just watched them. They uh, Disney Plus just put out their the quest, mm. and you can see yeah. them in there. They're mostly in the final episode. Oh, very that. cool. Yeah. So, uh, but they're definitely getting out there. And one of the stunt guys had a story. It was a uh, a samurai like oh, cyberpunk right. samurai uh, <laughs> film that he wanted to do. And we're like, all right, we can we can help you out with that if. This is what you want us to uh, want us to help you with, so that's where we're at. Well, yeah. don't forget to mention that you've always been thinking about anime style filmmaking. Oh, yes, this how to yeah. do it, how to do it, you know. Anime style filmmaking. So we'll take a <laughs> tangent on that for a second. You're listening to the shortcut. I think it, there's a very specific set of emotions and and visuals and evocative, you know, mm -hmm. kind of mentally evocative, uh, evocative things that anime does. That you have to, you have to use very different techniques to do the same thing in live action, but mm -hmm. you can you can still evoke those same responses. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep, and that's exactly why <laughs> uh, we we ended up doing a um, we used to do live lunch and we we talked about oh um, yeah anime adaptations and it's <laughs> like most of them really miss the mark because of that they're trying too yeah. hard to be that and granted if it's running off of a franchise it is hard to please a franchise yeah absolutely so that was one of the, another reason why we like this project is brand new so yeah. we're building from the ground up there's no expectations in the sense of say these are there's our established characters already it has to be this way or fans are going to complain that right. it's not like yeah. the character that's already established so there's a lot of freedoms for you guys in this mm -hmm. absolutely yeah, yeah. yep we wanted it to be not too much like anime, but have aspects of anime mm -hmm. plus live action. So okay. You, you're going through the design part of the process. Mm -hmm. You know, the next step, of course, is making that a reality. Mm -hmm. And that, of course, requires budget, which none of us ever have. So how are you knowing? I don't know what your budget is, but I know that I'm sure it's very limited. Um, how are you tackling that part of the process? Oh, just like every other indie filmmaker, favors. <laughs> favors? <laughs> you know how that goes. Uh, favors, but also uh, doubling lunch. up, tripling up on major roles is yeah. the big one. You know, so then just trying to keep those separate, your responsibilities separate for whatever role you're having to fill. Uh, are you shooting on location? Are you shooting green screen, uh, costumes? Yes. Yes, yes, yes and yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yep, we're doing all of the above. I think the thing, though, too, is just, you know, like producing. Yeah. You know, working with what you have or resourcing, right? Yeah. So. Is this, uh, so we've talked about rigging, right? This, this is one of the, you're, you're going to have to be putting in some green screen rigging mm -hmm. and, and that sort of stuff. How, how are you going about that process, prepping for that? 
has a lot of our stunt coordinator's information. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're he has like experience on that. He's through been through some of the or he's been through training. You you have a stunt coordinator. You're not right. Right. going about it. So it is a safe set. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It has to be. <laughs> Otherwise there'd be problems. <laughs> yep. You're listening to the shortcut. Sounds like in this case the stunt and the stunt coordination actually came first, almost as yeah. part of this. Mm-hmm. So, how do you what What do you think made them confident or comfortable working with your team? You know, what was there was there another? Were you bidding with anybody else? Was this they approached you? You approached them? Well, oh, okay. No, I, I believe he approached us from what I remember, but we had worked with him before. Okay. So he's seen how we've run things. Okay. So you have a, yeah. a pre-existing reputation yep. and relationship. Correct. Okay. And how how did that form? Like, how was that difficult to get started in the first place? I think it was funny because <coughs> they've never been through a production before that was... As organized. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And so when we had went on the production for our first action film that we shot, it was something different for them. Yep. And they saw how professional we ran it, and they were like, Surprise that we gave out contracts. <laughs> ah, <okay>. Contracts, <laughs> release forms, all day one. Because, okay, okay so this is yeah, where uh, yeah. Fist of the Vagabond, that was the first film that we did Okay. Um, with them. We literally wrote that in like three days because they had a story. They're like, hey, I want this story. I'm like, okay, great. Uh, what's your time frame? Just, just throw me something, whatever. I'm like, okay, little five-pager uh, that we got out there. And they're like, all right, we're shooting it like next week. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> well, we, we did pre in one, pre in. Less than a week. It was less yeah. than a week. So. I was going to say, not even a week. Yeah, I don't think it was like five days. Yeah, because yeah, because I gave him the fun. script on on Christmas. I gave him the script on on Christmas. Then and New Year's Day they, we shot. New Year's Day we shot. So they were like, "Hey, they had a chance to review it. Yeah, we're we're gonna move forward with it. Great." Mm-hmm. And we're like, "Okay," but we ended up we ended up showing up with um, just this is the fastest we've ever worked. Like <laughs> shot list with Turned release around. forms for scheduling everything. Like mm-hmm. we had everything on point for day one. And they literally were just like, oh, we're so used to the guerrilla style. They were just like, one of the guys had mentioned, like, oh, oh, guys, this is a professional shoot. We got to be here on time. <laughs> it should have been on there, on there in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> but definitely a change of uh, perspective on that for them, day one. You're listening to The Shortcut. So... Uh, Fist of the Vagabond is already complete. The, the current one, are you able to say the name of the current one you're working on? Oh, yeah, it was uh, called Neo Shogun. Neo Shogun, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, is this part of a series? Is this just a new standalone? Uh, is there is there something next after this one? There's always something brewing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Actually, always the case. Actually, actually, we could talk about The correct answer. <laughs> so, so part of the idea behind this was to use this as a... Um, uh, I'm drawing a blank on it, but it's we're using that as calling card as a not, not necessarily a calling card, but a proof of concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So using it as a proof of concept for an expansion of the universe, whether it be series, whether it be a feature film, we're still kind of ironing out the details because executive producer, it's his project, whatever yeah. he wants to do with that. I think he's leaning more towards using that as a uh, proof of concept for a feature film. Okay. But. If we do decide to go with the feature film, then we can use this as the opening image for the very first mm-hmm. one because it'll sets up all the storyline of what he had for um, the char- some of the characters that are in this in the short film. So. Cool. You're listening to The Shortcut. All right. Well, I think we've covered the uh, why, the how, the what, mm-hmm. and the when at this point. 
Although I would like to know what you think the future of short filmmaking looks like. I think that there are a lot of artists here in the Bay Area. I think collectively there can be some great stories and some great artwork that comes out of it. Um, I'm not sure, are there still local festivals going on around there's, here? It's been a while. Yeah, there's <laughs> a couple of them. There's CineQuest, yeah. right, around here? CineQuest. Sort of. They kind of split between here and Redwood City. It's yeah. it's a little weird, and, they, oh. and they've pushed back yet again, so unfortunately it's, it'll be three fully. I mean, they, the pandemic cut them in half, right? Wow. You know, we were mm-hmm. about to have a party here at this uh, upstairs, uh, and, and CineQuest got shut down the last two weeks, for just or last week or whatever, it was just totally done. And then they didn't have one in 2021, mm-hmm. and they unfortunately pushed back 2022 uh, as well. Mm-hmm. And they still didn't have a, a live in-person one. So we don't know when CineQuest is going to come back, but um, fingers crossed at some point it'll come back. But they don't have a, I mean, it's, it's a film festival. It's an international film festival. Mm-hmm. So m- like most film festivals, they don't really focus too heavily on the local filmmakers because they really can't. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. and no, no shame to them. They have to put butts in seats and they have to get people here mm-hmm. spending money mm-hmm. and locals don't go to the hotels and yeah. they go home at night instead of the bar <laughs> so <laughs> and it's it's there's a there's a reason for that um it's one of the reasons we focus so heavily on our screen program um specifically because you know it, it's specifically for and about local filmmakers and, and exclusively about that because there's so little unfortunate love given to the local community mm-hmm. and it's not that local filmmakers don't get their heyday at other film festivals they just don't get them together mm-hmm. and if you're going to be a community, you have to do stuff together. So, um, yeah. I think that's why I've always liked what you've done. Because if you think about it, if your film does get accepted into like a festival, and depending where it's at, you have to travel. You have to. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they don't always host you. Yeah. Um, and for you, you involve local artists, people mm-hmm. who are trying to get their film out there and get it seen and just experience things together as. Um, a team, right? Or even as a community. Yep, this is, again, this is why we appreciate what you do, man. <laughs> well, that is our goal. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're listening to The Shortcut. So, future f- uh, short filmmaking. On to you, JJ. Okay, so uh, I like to think of it as a, instead of like where I see it's going, more about what the potential could be. If you take a look at um, the Bay Area versus, say, L.A., we had studio training down in LA, um, had some really great teachers down there, but, but really showed us a lot of the ropes on the producing side. We've also been down to uh, AFM, mm-hmm. where we interviewed, jeez, oh, I forget how many studios, like, uh, <laughs> yeah. like buyers, yeah. and what they're looking for, and it, that was a whole other experience in itself, <laughs> but uh, we noticed that the difference between them, it's uh, up here in the Bay Area, a lot of creatives, a lot mm-hmm. of talent up here, but not as much organization. Mm. Down in LA, a little too much <laughs> organization, too too much business, mm. right? That's why you get a lot of the machine that works, you know, that is Hollywood, um, where they're just continuously, you know, doing reboots and, and a lot of people are unhappy. A um, lot less uh, creative, uh, creative type storytelling. If we find a way to meld that up here where we can take the best part, the creative side of Bay Area talent and start organizing that as a community, just like we were talking about before. That can almost set up our own little Hollywood up here, and I wouldn't want to call it hmm. Hollywood, but I'll call yeah, it yeah. Something, something else. It's it's yeah. the the nom de, de reference, you yeah. know. Yeah, 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 <laughs> absolutely, but I mean that that right there, because we've we've been through a lot of the groups up here. We've seen a lot of perspectives. We've even seen university professors try to talk about say distribution, which mm-hmm. is a huge thing that we don't talk about or even think about as independent filmmakers, especially in the Bay. Yeah. 
right? Or, they or it's do the it last as, thing. Or it's the last thing. It I mean, be one of the yeah. first things. <laughs> yeah, I 100% I agree with you. I think, uh, you know, there's an interesting distinction. Up here, we tend to be innovators, and I think that innovation really permeates filmmaking. And as you say, business business is down south. Um, we've got to find a way to mesh uh, mm -hmm. both, and I think there's a lot to be done up here. So. Um, yeah, looking forward to seeing uh, some more innovation out of y'all. Mm -hmm. uh, audience, thank you for joining us. JJ, Victoria, thank you for joining us. Thanks and for thank you. Looking forward to the next one. The Shortcut is sponsored by Stage One Creative Spaces, professional space for the creative professional. Get it done at Stage One. <laughs>